Dennis, the Shelba, Blump. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about some stuff. We're going to be talking about how I invented Jamagrams and the Jamagram journey. I know, I know what you're thinking, right? Okay, hang, hang in there. Okay, just hang, hang. Because we got to tell you guys, Mahalo. We always start with an attitude of gratitude. Now, this is, you know, this radio, right? Is isn't Law of Attraction podcast? Okay. Now, I know what you're thinking. Like a lot of, you know, we've been getting some comments from church people, right? They go. Oh, a law of attraction is not real, you know. But uh, let me tell you, gratitude is real, okay? Gratitude is real. And and the creator is real, okay? There, there is creator, uh, creators or, or creator, okay? There is an origin. If you guys think you're just floating around and all of a sudden, boom, something appeared out of nowhere, okay? And, and you know when you read the stories in the Bible and stuff, okay, it, okay, the, the the whole thing is is different. Like the meanings and everything. it's not a storybook, okay. But first, we gotta say mahalo, okay. We gotta thank you guys, bro. We last night, bro. I gonna I gonna just go over like couple stats for you guys, okay. Couple, cause I I know stats are boring, bro. And, you know, little league days, like small kid time, we had statisticians that it kept track, everything boring, okay. We just wanna say that uh, Spotify people, right? Seventeen percent now. Okay, Apple is 66%, so we want to thank Steve Jobs because without him, there is no podcast, <laughs> okay? Anchor is 5%. Everybody else is 11%. We are now on iHeartRadio, uh, iHeartRadio uh, app, right? The podcast site, you know, just just go look for podcast, right? Boom, right down. Uh, we're on Radio Free. We're on, bro, we're on so many platforms right now. And then uh, we want to thank a couple of countries that just joined us. Well, they, they joined us a little while ago, but Switzerland was the last one. Okay. And then there's Philippines, Vietnam, Russia, Austria. It kind of goes like that. Israel, it, it just goes. And uh, we're being heard, heard uh, worldwide with people that uh, have iPhones mostly, right? Because that's the stats right there. Uh, we have some 17-year-olds uh, checking us out over here. Uh, just a couple. And then our regular demos are 23 to dead. Okay, 20, that's all we're going to tell you guys because we don't want to bore you guys with that. 23 to dead, okay? And that's our demo. So we want to say mahalo to the 23-year-olds because you guys putting up with a crazy uncle. And then uh, we get some crazy uncles too. You would be surprised at the people over 60 that are listening to us right now. Like, because we're going 60 plus. That's the last demo, right? So it's like um, they break it down. But anyway, so mahalo to the aunties and uncles listening to us. Uh, we have, uh, what is the percentage of the kind? We gotta, we gotta, so the kind, if you're in Israel, uh, the kind is a slang word, uh, in Hawaii that we use. And, uh, that's just, uh, yeah, it means that kind. Okay. Uh, so we break them down for you guys. Males, 64%, females, 15%. 
non-specified is one percent, so they don't know who they are. Anyway, uh, so anyway, this is this is not a politically correct podcast. Okay, if you're looking for politically correct stuff, stop the podcast now and go find somebody else. Okay, but right now we're going to talk about the law of attraction and the jammograms. Okay. Now, the law of attraction, we've been getting, you know, first, I just want to say that we've been getting some guys go, oh, law of attraction is not real. I'm like, well, if you really want to break it down, the law of attraction is in the Bible. Okay. I can, uh, I'm not a Bible quotes person. Okay. I read the Bible, but I don't quote it. Like I don't memorize, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a robot. So I don't do that. But I could tell you that Matthew 20, uh, 21, 20, go, go check that out. And it's also in Luke, it's in Mark, uh, it's all throughout the Bible, actually, okay? And the law of attraction just means that what you put out, you get back, okay? And, it, it, and if you think positive, you get positive back, okay? You do positive, you get positive back. You do negative, you get negative back. You think negative, you get negative. I mean, it's that simple, right? And, you know, it doesn't take a genius to figure this stuff out. I mean, you know, if you're nice to people, guess what? Things going to pop up. Opportunity is going to happen. See, everything comes through, through God, right? Uh, through others, actually. From God, through others. That's how we get things. That's how things happen. That's how opportunities happen. And, you know, in my life coaching, right? Because this, this podcast is built around my life coaching. And in, in my life coaching, right? I have students that have manifested, like, just changed their lives. And we, we told stories like this before, right? Many stories. But today, I'm going to tell you the story of the jamagram. Okay, and how that came to be. A lot of people, you know, they ask me, you know, oh, uncle, you invent jamograms, right? And I'm like, yeah, I did invent jamograms. Okay, I did not invent the concept. Okay, I took the concept and I go, okay, let's change this and make it local. Let's make this, you know, for Hawaii, right? Let's make this island style, right? And so what I did, because many cultures here in Hawaii, right? Many cultures here in Hawaii, they serenade women, okay? Hawaiians, Okay, Filipinos, a lot of people. Okay, there's a lot, you know, the Spanish people. Okay, this is a tradition throughout time where where a man would, would go and serenade his woman or who would serenade a woman he was interested in. And she would fall in love with, you know, that kind, right, right, you know, fairy tale kind. Okay, okay so anyway, so I, you know, I was on a radio, okay, with this guy, with a couple of guys. And this was the second most popular show in the state of Hawaii. And, and it was really a, a blessing that this guy, you know, called me into substitute and the rest, as they say, is history. And it was supposed to be one week, right? But, you know, you guys already heard that podcast. It was on a, not a podcast. You guys heard that story. Now, the jamagram. So you guys know that I went on a show to substitute for one week for this guy, right? And uh, in fact, he's still doing impressions of me on other radio stations, on other radio station. And, you know, we, we appreciate that because people think it's me. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm kind of sort of still out there. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, and, and so, but anyway, so I substituted for him, right? And the rest is history. But during that first week, I brought my guitar and I started singing on the radio, right? Now, let's take you back to how I learned to do these jamograms that I did. Now, my jamograms are small kind different. Now, you would call it a singing telegram. If you're in the mainland, the U.S. mainland, by the way, the, the, the leaders of our listenership in the mainland, okay, number one is California, number two is Texas, number three is Hawaii. So we just want to, in the United States, that's a top three. 
So we'd like to say thank you to you guys. Now, if you're in the mainland, you would call this a singing telegram. Now, what, what happened with the singing telegram? Well, well, normally what would happen with a singing telegram is somebody dresses up in some kind of outfit or whatever, right? You know, something entertaining. And they show up and they sing you a song or a couple songs and then, and then they leave, right? And that's what they get paid for. And it's a good surprise for a birthday, right? Valentine's Day, even more special, right? Because guys, right? Flowers and candy only go so far. Okay, now I have personally retired from jamograms. Okay, so I'm I'm done with jamograms. If somebody really needed, yeah, I mean, you know, like really, it was special. I would go. I mean, I'm not above it. Like I'm too good for it. Not, it's not like that. It's just like you know, there's there's other kids out there now. There's other people out there now. There's the the world has changed. Right. Since I was on the radio, I mean, you know, things are different. And so let somebody else go now. Let somebody else make the money on that. Let's say, you know, I'm doing other things. I'm, I'm, I'm busy with other things. So anyway, but the jamogram came about because when I was on the radio that first week and I brought my guitar and I started singing and, and chicks was calling. Right. And it was going, oh, can you sing for my baby party? You know, and I was like, yeah, baby, I sing for you, baby party. <laughs> you know, I sing for you, baby. And, and you know, I sang for I, I got to tell you. I sang for thousands of babies. I mean, just you just uh, hundreds, maybe hundreds of babies. Maybe I don't know if we hit a thousand. I, I'm just saying, you know, tons of babies, right? And I gotta tell you guys, during the recession of 2008, okay, people were still hiring us because people were still having babies, okay. Now during during this time of of COVID and all all that kind of stuff, everything stopped, okay. So parties, everything, the the party industry tanked. It did, and and it was a shame. But you know, we had a wedding and party business. We lost that business, you know. Well, we didn't really lose it, but it, we're not doing anything with that, you know. So so it's flat. Let's call it flat. So so anyway, and a lot of these, you know, a lot of these businesses. I mean, you know, clowns and magicians and all the entertainers. I mean, you know, everything went flat, right? So it wasn't just us. So now the the thing became like, okay, well, you know, what do we what do we do now? Kind of kind of thing, right? But back in the day, when, you know, we started doing parties in the, I got to tell you, during the recession of 2008, and I was looking in these little babies' eyes, singing them happy birthday. And in my mind, I was like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you for this baby. Because this baby, right? Because that baby party, right? We, we, we didn't leave the house for less than $950. And the average baby party was like twelve to $1,500. At least, well, actually, between nine fifty and twelve hundred dollars, depending, right? And and so, so the fact that we were working was a blessing, and that baby was the reason why. And when I sang to those babies, I sang with all my heart. I looked directly in that baby's eyes, and I said, "Thank you." I say, I mean, I, I was thanking God for that baby when I was singing to the baby, right? Okay, so now, so that that was, you know, that was the baby party business, right? And that happened the first week I was on the radio. So pretty soon, right? Valentine's Day was the Valentine's Day was coming up, right? And so Valentine's Day was coming up, and I was like, you know, we gotta maybe I gotta go sing to somebody. And somebody came up with the idea that, bro, you should go, you should go sing for so and so, right? And and some, I think one of the guys, I'm not sure, I I don't remember exactly the first jamogram, but uh, because there were so many. And so many years, bro. You're talking 18 years of jamograms. Okay, I did jamograms for 18 years. 
I don't remember the first one, but I remember somebody called and said, oh, it would be cool if Junior came down to the office, right? And now this wasn't a paid jamogram. And I said, yeah, come down to the office. And they, they thought it was cool. They thought it was, you know, and, and of course the radio guys that, you know, worked with me, that they dared me and they dared me on the radio live. So I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, 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 okay. And I went down because, you know, I'm just, I'm just gutsy like that. I'm just, I mean, I'm not afraid of nothing. And, and to me, like disrupting a whole office with something nice, right? I mean, you, I wouldn't disrupt an office with something not nice. You see what I'm saying? But something nice like that, like sing a song to a girl or whatever. So I went down and I sang a song at their office, right? And, and everybody was shocked. Everybody was like, whoa. And um, it wasn't to a particular girl. It was just for the office staff. And I came down and I sang a song. And there was like Hanaho and I sang one more song and then I left, right? So anyway, so pretty soon, right, they, you know, the word gets out because it's, they start talking, the radio guys start talking about it. We start talking about it on the radio and everybody starts, you know, calling. So now guys start calling and they go, oh, bro, you know, Valentine's Day coming up. What can you do? You think you can go the okay, kind sing a song to my chick? Or what? And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, okay, okay, I can go sing to her, right? So uh, we started, we started the jamogram thing, right? And so it started out small. The first year we did, we did a handful. The second year was the biggest year. The second year we did jamogram. So this is like scaling. You know, when you talk scaling in business. Okay. So this was a business. Jamograms was a business. And we, we just tied it in with our regular company. We said, okay, we're going to put it under the entertainment company that we had. And we said, okay, we're going to put it under that. And we'll just register Jamagrams. So Jamagrams is registered in the state of Hawaii. Now, if you guys are listening in California and Texas and you guys want to do this, you guys can totally do this. You guys can register at Jamagram. J-A-M-M-A-G-R-A-M. That's the way we spelled it. Jamagram. So Jam is like two M's. And so jam uh, gram, right? Instead of, you know, singing telegram. Okay, so, and 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 then, right, we started putting on the website. We put on the website, jamagram. Uh, junior will go and serenade your, you know, significant other, whatever, whatever. And so, and, and people will call, these guys was calling me. The second year, we scaled this business. And this business went, the second year, I can't even tell you. We had like, I think we, the second year, we had eight. Jamograms for Valentine's Day. Now it wasn't just Valentine's Day. We did birthdays, anniversaries. We did it. We did all that. But the the beginning was Valentine's Day, and we have um, so for you guys outside of Hawaii. Most of my listeners are outside of Hawaii. For you people outside of Hawaii, we have a place on one side of the island called Hawaii Kai, and it's a kind of you know more upscale neighborhood, more wealthy people, that kind of thing. And then we have Wainai, which is on the west side. So we have the east side, the west side. Now, there's a significant traveling distance, okay, from the east side to the west side on the island of Oahu. And that's where I am. And uh, the correct pronunciation is Oahu, okay? Because <laughs> I know we get, we get some Hawaiians. We get some Hawaiians listening to go, hey, Hawaiian, pronounce your words. Okay, so from Hawaii to, to Wainai, uh, Hawaii Kai to, to Wainai, right? So what we used to say, is Wainai to Hawaii, from Wainai to Hawaii Kai. And that's the way we used to say it on the radio. Because we used to go all the way down there first. 
So because it's the farthest distance. So we start way down there and work our way back. Now, in the second year, when we had all these contracts, now we signed the contracts in advance. And this is my advice to anybody who's going to do this business. All right. If you guys are going to do this, okay, sign a contract, a legal binding agreement, which is two-party signature, right? So what I did was I, I formed the contract. Then we sat down with the client. We signed the contract, collected the money ahead of time. Okay. Don't go down and... And do it and expect to get paid afterwards. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you do, sign a contract in advance, put everything in writing, do business the business way. Okay. Now we did that. Okay. So I used to meet these guys at Starbucks and whatever. But the first year was so crazy. Okay. We, we, we had eight, about 18 signed jamograms. Okay. Contracts. But guys were like, we, we put it on the radio as I was going to do the jamograms, right? They, they were, you know, I would call the radio station and the guys would put me on and we would talk about it. And guys would like, well, oh, where's Junior? Where's Junior? So I used to give my number on the radio. I started getting texts from these random guys. Oh, bro, I'm downtown. I, I, I forgot. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't have flowers. I don't have, you know, whatever. Last minute guys, right? So these guys were passing me money like on the street. And, and they were like trusting me, right? They, they, and it was, <clears throat> Jamograms were like 200 bucks for Valentine's Day. And I think the last price, because it, it slowly went up over the years, but in 18 years, we started out from, you know, I think it was, I, no, I think we started at 150. At, it's, it went from 150 to 225 in 18 years. That's it. Because we went up 150, then it was 175 pretty soon, right? And then it was uh, 200, and then from 200, we went 225, and that was it. And we stayed at 225, we capped it. You know, it's not about um, how much, uh, you know, every penny you can make. It's not about that. It's about the gesture. It's about, you know, the law of attraction, okay? So this is the law of attraction part coming in. Now, it's about that love that you give. Okay, and I'm talking, when I'm talking about love, I'm talking about that, that feeling that you're projecting into that person when you're singing. Okay, so your singing is your energy. Okay, now you're, you're putting out your feelings. Okay, so feelings are synonymous with energy. Okay, because think about it. When, when you see somebody singing with feeling, right, it requires more energy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what you're really doing, right, is you're projecting that positive energy, that love energy that you have in you, and you're projecting that energy onto the person that you're singing to, right? And I looked the girls in the eyes. Yeah, I had shades on because that was part of my getup. That was part of my outfit, right? But I used to look the girls straight in the eye and deliver the love to them. And they knew it came from their husband, of course, or their, their boyfriend or, or significant other or whatever, okay? And, and it happened like that. I had some jammograms that were from girls to girls, right? I had a, I had some jammograms that were like a couple of guys, right? Sent two jammograms, like, you know, and, and I will swear to this day, I will not reveal. I will not reveal who these guys are and what, you know, whatever. And because that's, I mean, you know, and this one guy sat down with me at this restaurant because we were signing, you know, signing a uh, contract, right? And, and he sat down with me, he goes, bro. He goes, Junior, I love them both. You know, and, and I said, I totally feel you, right? Because I understand 
how it is to be polyamorous, right? Because I'm the same way, right? I mean, you can love more than one person. This colonialism and stuff, okay, that's not a podcast, Hollins, but that this colonialism and stuff is not natural, okay? All right, <laughs> that's not a podcast. But anyway, so we signed contracts like this, right? Okay, so pretty soon I'm like, wow, I got so many contracts. Like, you know, it would take me like three quarters of the day to finish. Okay, now, um, sometimes uh, it would run into the evening because I would have one guy like say, you know, uh, this one, I remember this one time I went down to the state capitol and this girl was working at the state capitol, but she was working late. So the jammogram was like 630, right? And I had a Valentine's date of my own that I had, I had to go do, right? I had to go to dinner, but I went down there, you know, I took the job, I went down there, right? And then I went to dinner after that. So I was dressed, I was dressing in, in a blazer. I was, I mean, I was dressed to go to dinner and I went down, I did the jammogram, boom, done. Right, so I did jammogramming all day that Valentine's Day, and then that one that was like six thirty. Okay, so I and I did like like seventeen, eighteen jammograms. So that was the average. The average we did was, you know, for for maybe about, four, I want to say four years, about four or five years. It was it was between between fifteen and and like I I would say nineteen, something like that, because I wouldn't take anymore. And the reason I wouldn't take anymore is because it would run too late. And if it ran too late, people were getting ready for, for their Valentine's Day dinner. Okay, and that's that's where, you know, it would, there would be a conflict. Oh, can you get there by a certain, certain time? Or, or she gets off work, you know. And most of my jammograms were at, you know, uh, ladies' workplaces. Because that's the most effective. Now, there was a couple of awkward jammograms. Okay? The most awkward jammogram that I ever did, right, was I went down to the west side. And this guy in the military calls me. Now, these guys, the military people, okay? Mad props to military. I love military people. These military guys would actually call me from Iraq, okay? They were deployed. They were in Iraq. And word got around. Hey, you know, Junior, brother Junior. Brother Junior will go down and he, he will take care of it. And we can trust this guy. And when I say trust, okay, there was a there was a bond there. There was a... There was a thing between me and these military people because they knew I had mad respect for them, and I still do, right? So these guys would would call each and go, "Hey, you know, Junior, I ah oh, man, I cannot get the money to you now, like right now, but I can I can mail a check if you can do the jammogram." And this would be two days out, right, or three days out. There's no way the check could come from Iraq, right? Okay, but these guys sent it, right? And and so I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll do it," right? But this one was the most awkward. So this military guy sends me to to their house, okay. And this is this is like so awkward. So so I knock on the door, and and you know I I don't do if people ask me now like I would I would not do a house. There's several times that people have asked me after that time, right? And and can you do a house? And I'm like, mm, there's only one time I because I said who's gonna be home. They said, oh, you know, the family's going to be home. Oh, then, then I went, right? But this one, it was only his wife. And so there I was, right, knocking on the back door, right? And she answers the door. 
And so I, you know, and, and so I go, oh, I, I'm here uh, uh, jamagram, to do a jamagram for you, ma'am. And, uh, you know, so I do the whole spiel like I do in an office, right, in somebody's office. And uh, and so, and there were several ones in offices that I went that was awkward because she was the only one in the office, right? But this was different. This was in a home, right? So she invites me in, right? And I know, I know, I know what you guys are thinking. That did not happen, okay? That did not happen. I know, Hawaiians, you already think, okay? I know there's people in California goes, okay, I think I know what happened. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, that did not happen. But she invited me in, okay? And I had to sing for her. I had to do my three songs. So, so that's another thing. We did three songs on the jamagram. Okay, because we wanted to give people their money's worth. We just didn't want to go and do one song or whatever. But the songs were, were short. They were short, but there was three. So it was like you got a mini show. And in between, I did comedy. I did jokes. I made everybody laugh. You know, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, so, so I, I'm at this girl's house, right? This lady's house. She invites me in. I come in, right? And, and um, so she goes, oh, have a seat. And she points to the couch. And I'm like, oh man, awkward, right? <laughs> so, so I, I'm I'm sitting on the couch with my guitar, and I go, okay, well, your husband, you know, from called me from Iraq, and and he, he had me, you know, come down, and I'm I'm doing it in performance form, right? Because there's nobody there watching, right? But I'm not I'm not going like. Uh, your husband had me come and and sing, you know sing for you. No, no, I'm going. I'm going. Maybe your husband had me come all the way over for you. Know, so I'm projecting like there was a you know office gang of 20, 20 people. You know what I mean. So anyway, I got through the whole thing, but you know sitting down and 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 she was laughing and you know, I made her laugh and everything and I sang to her and she cried. And you know, and she went out. She went across the room to get some clean eggs, and she came back and sat on the couch. And I did my three songs, and I got the heck out of there, right? And and I'm dressed, you know. Uh, so back in the day, I used to use a skull cap, and she, and I had skull, a skull cap and shades. And then I would wear the radio station T-shirt because you'd be surprised how many people listen to the radio show. We were number two in the state of Hawaii. Right. So so that meant that in the morning when we turned on our microphones, we were talking to about one hundred and twenty five thousand people at a time. And on this island, right, was the was the majority. Now, this isn't counting the people that listen to us on cable. This wasn't counting the people that listen to us online. Because they didn't have those stats in, in those days, right? But they were counting people that listened in their cars, people that listened in their office, uh, at their homes, on the radio, right? So it wasn't, it wasn't the, you know, they were just coming out with internet. They were just coming out with, with you know, uh, cable TV and you could listen to us on cable TV kind of thing, you know? And so, so they just started, so there was no stats. But so there was actually more than, than, than that amount of people listening. So, you know, she, she knew right away who I was, right? And some people did not know. Some people had no clue who I was. And that was always more fun, right? So what I would do is I would pass out my card, right? And the jamograms came with a lay. So what I would do is I, I would go down to, uh, we always use, I, I, can, I can say this name because we, we always use Watanabe Floral. And it's, it's very popular. It's very, very uh, well known here in Honolulu, Hawaii. And so we, we go down there, you know, I would go down there 
every Valentine's, the girls would see me. Oh, how many you need today, Junior? You know, and I would go down. And so, so I would, I would buy the lays, you know, to go to the west side. And then I would come back and buy more lay and, and go to the east side. And so, because if you're going to do the, you know, you buy the lays and you're going to sit in the car all day, it's good, you know, it's going to be hot. So then the other thing we did, right? So the other, the other thing that we did, so I'm giving you the whole business model. Okay. So you guys can go out and do it now because the, the traveling time was so great and the distance was so great. We decided to rent a car. So I would take, you know, my family, which was me, my best friend, Wayne, and, and Miley. And Miley was this girl that, that lived with us. And so the three of us were roommates, right? And so everybody got in the car and it was, you know, it was a fun thing. And it was, it was even more fun because we would call the radio station during the morning show and, you know, intermittently, right? We would make a call and, you know, maybe an hour later we'd call again. And these guys, we would give out my number. And these guys, guys would just text me, right? Hey, Junior, you can do mine or what? You know, whatever. So we would get the contracts that we signed. But the second year, these guys were stopping me. These guys were texting me because they heard the number, right? And they were, we were stopping like in downtown Honolulu. We would pull over to the side and these guys would meet me, right? And they would just give me like, okay, here, yeah, here, yeah, about. And these guys were giving me like 200 bucks because it was a tip, right? So they would pay me the 150, right? And then the, the other 50 bucks, no, no, take them, take them, because it was last minute. And so these guys were just handing me like like two Benjamins, right? And I'm like, whoa. And you're talking, you're talking like 2001. You're talking 2001. Uh, the second year, I think, yeah, the second year was 2001. So you, so 2001, you know, we started in 2000 and 2001. And, and you know, so it was, uh, it was crazy. Always. It was crazy. And so, the, so the, and then we picked up sort of the guys that we picked up from the radio and uh, the guys we picked up, you know, just the random guys that would text me was, was so like, just was added income, right? And now this, there was no contract. There was no record. It was all cash. So we did the contracts. We satisfied our contracts. Plus all this stuff started, you know, these, these side ones, right? That we never expected. So some very interesting things happened during jamograms right so so the, the rental car part was we would go down and we had this business account it was a corporate account uh and i can say the name it was national rent a car okay so and thank you very much national rent a car for 18 years of service because you guys treated us like vips every year and we only rented from them really um once a year and maybe maybe if i needed you know if I needed a car for whatever purpose, I, of course, I went to them. But um, guarantee, once a year. So thank you, National Rent-A-Car. And anyway, but but yeah, so we would go and we would get a different car every year just to have fun, right? Now, here's the thing you guys got to understand about the business part and the law of attraction. You have to do what you love. You have to do what you love, Hawaiians. And you can you can just go out and make money doing what you love now i was i was serenading other people's you know females right other people's wives or girlfriends whatever and and for valentine's day making money right i was you know all of a sudden it was like it was like 150 and pretty soon right you know that uh, i think about in 
we did that for maybe three or four years and then we we made it okay 175 right and then we you know but we included the lay now the lay that we got okay that's another thing you guys have to do stuff with class you guys have to do quality stuff okay you cannot sell junk okay and and our business model for all of our companies has always been okay value okay you got to give people value which means you have to give them more in value than they're paying in cash okay you have to give people value the little added extra touch now we could have just sold the jamagram and not even gotten the lay we could have we could have skipped that you know but we went down to the to the florist right and we because we were making good money with this thing right and we went down to the florist and we got the now the lay cost about 25 30 dollars now the lay was a was a good quality lay okay so for for those of you in israel listening right now and you don't know what a lay is these are flowers strung together and they and and you wear them just google lei just google lei the the images will come up just hit images on google whatever you have whatever browser you're using and it'll pop up but but you have to do good quality so we got a good quality lay Right now, in the beginning, we started experimenting with different things, and we we started with balloons. We would take a balloon, then we started taking uh, small candies, right? But the candies were a problem because they would melt on the way. They would melt by by the second or third jamagram. They got kind of sticky, and we, we we didn't give them out. We didn't give them out. One year we went to Walmart, right? Like right in the middle of jamagrams, we got to Walmart. And and we had a choice. We could drive all the way back to where the florist was, or we could give out candy. So we we jump. We stopped by the Walmart, and I picked up tons of Valentine's candy, and they were small, uh, three dollar boxes or something with the, the heart boxes, you know, with the chocolate inside that that kind of thing. And then we so we got a bag. We got like two bags of that, and we we emptied those bags in like I think about. Then the the following five six jamograms something like that, and so so we did that right. But it's these little extra things that will make you money because people will notice. People notice this stuff right. And when I walk in the office, okay, so I I walk in the office and I and I get, pass all my cards, you know, and I I give a bunch of cards. I don't just pass it all out. It takes too much time and you're disrupting, uh, you know, a company's function right they're working okay so i would take like you know i would take maybe like eight cards okay and i would take the eight cards as a group right and i would i would give them to somebody in the office right because they're gonna give it you know they're gonna pass it around and i started doing that and so jamograms evolved the the way we did jamograms evolved so i used to pass i give them a group a bunch of cards right and then i give the girl the lay or the candy or the balloon or whatever whatever at whichever point we were with with that right and we stuck with the lay for many many years after that because we we figured out well this is this is better and it's a uh, more local feel to it right local people kind of thing and so we we went with that and we kept that now jamograms when we when we did uh, the the giving of the cards okay that was important okay so this is important for you guys doing this now this is also uh law of attraction because what you put out you get back you put out business cards people are interested you do a good job okay and when i say good job i'm i don't mean 100 percent, okay i mean 200 percent. i mean you are doing a show right there and you are conscious in the moment 
right? That this is a performance, okay? And that's what you got to think. You got to think that you're on a stage somewhere in front of 1,500 people, you know, and you're, you're right there in front of maybe five girls, sometimes, you know, three girls, okay? And sometimes it was just one girl and the energy level was the same and the songs were as good. It, you know, you don't just do a cheap job and, and you know, bail out. And, and you just, you know, you just do the whole thing, right? But anyway, so we, you know, going, going back to the business model, we give the cards because it's shameless self-promotion. That's what we used to call it on the radio. Shameless self-promotion, okay? But this, right? And when I gave the cards, I said, here, here, here's, my, here's my cards, baby, here. Right? And I give it to a random girl in the office. And I go, you can pass these around to the men so they can level up next year, right? You know, that kind of thing, right? But you'd be surprised how many customers that brought in, right? That brought in a lot of customers over the years. I mean, those cards got around, Okay. And then one, you know, one, one day I, I, I actually got this, this girl that came to my school. And she came to my school because I, you know, and she knew me because I did a jamogram for her because her boyfriend hired me years and years ago, right? And I was like, wow, okay. So, I mean, you know, things, people get around, things get around. So if you do less than 200%, word will get around too. Okay, if you go in and you do 75% or you skimp on this or you skimp on that, word will get around. So we, we always did this. So, you know, we had fun. We, we rented different cars. We tried out all these different cars over the years, right? And, and we, you know, we went all over the island. And our island over here on Oahu is, is not like, you know, in California, you travel two hours to the destination. It, it's not like that. But for us, it was, you know, a lot, right? Because we went, we went all over the island. It didn't matter how far it was. And sometimes for, you know, if we had to go like extra out of our way, then it costs a little bit more. I mean, you know, but basically, yeah, we went everywhere. So some of the things we did, one of the jamograms, uh, I ended up in a hotel, uh, not in the room. <laughs> not, I know you guys, you guys, okay, not, not in the room. Okay, no, it was a party. It was a cocktail party. And it was in a cabana. And the cabana was overlooking Waikiki Beach, right? And I went down and, I did, and it was a, a company party. And I went down and they hired me for a jamogram. I, I went down, same thing. I gave a performance, right? But I, I made more money in that, in those three songs. I made more money with those three songs at $225 than the guy who worked in the lounge. That it was part of a it was part of a club. It was part of a lounge, right? That the guy worked in the club and he had to sit there for four hours. He had to sit there, you know, and, and he just made 125 bucks for the gig, right? I came in, I did three songs, I did $225. Okay. Now this is not this is not a me better than him kind of thing. But what I'm trying to tell you is when you do a service, right? When you do something you love and you start working this thing and you start, you know, formulating stuff and you do a really, really good job, you can do this. You can go in, boom, 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 hit them, hit them, hit them and get out and go home. That's it, you know? And we did this, we did it in restaurants. There was a seafood restaurant. I did it right in front of the restaurant for Valentine's Day. Now the restaurant was full of guys, you know, doing, you know, uh, dates with their other significant others, right? And they were, they were all looking at me. So the whole restaurant stopped and everybody, everybody kind of looks over and I'm doing this thing, right? You know, and, and other girls are like that. And, and you know that some of the girls go, 
wow, that's really nice he did that for her. I mean, right? Females are competitive. That gets you more business. So every time we go in an office, every time we went, you know, where there's a lot of people, and that was the idea. The idea was not necessarily because we wanted more more business. The idea of performing in front of more people is so that the girl feels more special. It was about the girl. It wasn't about me. It wasn't about getting more business, right? And putting our hearts into what we were doing, right? Uh, you know, singing the best possible, right? No matter if there's three girls in the office or 20 girls in the office, it didn't matter. And if you want to see the Jamagram live, you guys can Google, okay? Just Google Junior Keiko Eva Junior Jamagram, okay? Last name is spelled K-E-K-U-E-W-A, okay? So Junior spelled out, right? Keiko Eva, and they put J-R period, and they put Jamagram, J-A-M-M-A-G-R-A-M. Jamagram. And is you know, like I said, you guys can come up with something even better than that. You guys can top that. You know, I'm giving you the business model so you guys have something, you know, I'm giving you some value in this podcast so you have something. Oh yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I could do that. You know, do you do you play a banjo? Are you in California? You play a banjo, there you go. You know, so so you know, banjogram. What <laughs> whatever, you know right? Okay, in Hawaii we say whatever. But, but this is what we did, and that's the reason why we did it. And it lasted for 18 years. And I did Jamagram for, Jamagrams for 18 years. And um, it was so much fun, right? I mean, any situation that you can think of, it pretty much, I, you know, I've been in, right? And, and I met a lot of nice people. And mostly the, the guys, you know. So, so it was the guys that were supporting me. It was the guys that were, you know, uh, so really supporting me and, and, and hiring me. Then after the Jamagram, there were many people that hired us for weddings. There were many people that hired us for, you see? So, and then, and then there were people that hired us for weddings. And the same people hired us two years later when they had a baby. Or three years later when they had a baby. They hire us, you see? And it was all from the Jamagram. Now, the Jamagram generated income, not just for another Jamagram from some, you know, random person in the office looking at, go, hey, you know, this is a good idea. I think I'll do this for my wife. You know, no, not just that, okay? And there were, there were guys that were ready to get divorces, right? And, and, there was, and they was like, bro, Brother Junior, you can help me out. <laughs> you know? So we used to say that we specialize in doghouse, right? If you're in the doghouse, now I, I know guys overseas, you guys, you guys might not know what the doghouse is, but, uh, you know, think about it, right? You're having problems with your marriage. You're having problems with your girlfriend. You're having, you know, you see what I'm saying? And you got to make some points. You got to make good. You got to, you know. So, so the Jamagram came out perfect for doghouse. So we used to say we specialize as in doghouse, right? And they knew, they knew. We specialize in the doghouse. And they, so they would call us. You know, this one guy, right? I saved his marriage. In fact, there were there were a few guys that saved the relationship, saved their marriage. There was this one guy, right? That called me and go, oh, you know, I don't know. I think I'm losing my girl and, and I got to do something special. Okay, now this was the last jamogram I did. Okay, this was the last jamogram I did. And he hired me. And I went, this is right before COVID. And I went down, uh, I went down to this, to, to her, her job, her workplace, right? And, and this is all confidential. So I cannot, I cannot give you details, but I went down to her job and I did the jamogram. Now, the next day, this was, this was like a couple days before 
Valentine's, okay? Now, the next day, because that's when he wanted it, right? And so I'm like, hey, whatever the customer wants. And that's another thing. When you have a business, it's about the customer, okay? It's not about you, all right? So anyway, so I go, I, I do my whole thing, the whole spiel, right? The next day, he hires this, this other guy, right? And this young boy. And I was so happy to see this young boy doing it. This young boy with his ukulele went down and serenaded this girl, right? And then, and then the guy, you know, gives me flowers. So that's another thing. I, I always, uh, I always made it an option to meet the guy there at the office, right? Or whatever, wherever. And, uh, he would bring flowers. And then as I was finishing, like the last song, he would walk in. Okay. The other thing I did that added value to uh, people's jamograms was I, I always told the guy, Hey, you know, you know what really works good and you can save this for her forever is you have one of her friends video this thing. And that's why we got videos up on, on online that you guys can look at. Okay. And so, so the guys, right? We, he would call like, you know, one of her office mates or whatever. She would meet me outside. I would do an introduction on the video. And then it would be like a TV camera following me in, right? You know, the whole thing, right? So we did that. So there were many things that we did to add value to our clients. Now, this guy that hired me, right? And then he hired that young boy. And I was watching his Facebook page because, you know, he's on my Facebook, right? And I saw this and I went, wow, this is so cool that this young boy did this. And I hope that young boy keeps doing it. I hope he keeps doing it because it'll make him some money, right? And um, so anyway... I saw that, right? Okay. Now, I get a text from this guy. Um, year, what? Couple years later. What was a couple years? So, COVID. Eh, eh. I think it was last year sometime. I got a text from him. So, it was, yeah, it was, so it was a couple years. Uh, it was two years before COVID. And then COVID happened, right? I get a text from this guy. And he goes, he goes, brother junior. And, and, you know, cause they're not gonna, they're not gonna make a, a celebration yet. Because COVID happened and everything, right? It was Brother Junior. And it was a picture of him and that girl. And they got married. And hopefully, they're living happily ever after. You know? So, so Hawaiians, I'm telling you. You know, this is the kind of stuff that, that you know, hits the heart, hits the soul. Okay? Now, the law of attraction tells you. You put out this kind of positivity, right? Okay, here's how it works. We are vibrational beings. When you do something like that and that girl is standing there, you know, like most of the girls cry. Some of the girls don't cry, okay, but they're feeling it. When you make someone's heart happy, it's the heart that sends out the biggest vibration. It's not the head. It's not the brain. It's the heart. You make somebody happy like that, they're in a good mood, what happens? A chain reaction happens. She, be, she does something nice you know, or she's nice to somebody else because now she's in a good mood, right? So now when she reacts with other people, she's already happy. So the happiness continues. The vibration goes and that's the law of attraction. Okay, so you, you think that maybe you're just doing one good thing. No, the chain reaction happens. Somebody's happy. They're in a good mood now. They go do something nice for somebody else or they're nice to somebody else. It continues. Okay, so that's that's the takeaway from today's podcast and the jamogram. Number one, you guys know how the jamograms happen, right? Not <laughs> what's a jamogram? Okay, now you guys can go online, you guys can Google, you guys can see Uncle in action, right? Your whole oh, uncles, oh unks, yeah, doing jamograms. You've seen them online, right? <laughs> okay, and then the law of attraction part. And the law of attraction part says 
that when you're doing something joyful, when you're doing something that you love and you passing that love on to somebody else, the blessings come. Okay? And you too, if you do something like that, you're going to be blessed with a good life. Okay? Because you got to remember, Hawaiians. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, Hawaiians. I, I got to go. Yeah, but just remember, spread the love, Hawaiians. Spread the love. Thank Island Club and Spa, Brother Randy, Sister Jerry, our sponsors. Also, our other sponsors, Voice Master Enterprises, Family of Service Companies, and AFMHawaiiMusic.com. Uh, featuring the music of Darren Chinen. Go check out Darren. He's all over the place. He's got a few albums and stuff. Check him out on iTunes. Download his music from AFM Hawaii Music. All right. Till next time, I'm Junior Kekoeva Junior. Keep lots of love in your heart and that big smile on your face. And spread the love, you guys. Okay? Mahalo. Till next time. Aloha.